Welcome to the Inspired Women Podcast. I am your host, women's empowerment coach and motivational speaker, Megan Hall. And on this podcast, I'm going to connect you with inspirational women who will share their real stories. And we're going to chat about topics relevant to women today. I'd love to continue to support you on your life's journey. Please join us in the Inspired Women community on Facebook. Thank you for tuning in today and enjoy the show. Happy Friday, everybody. If you are new to the Inspired Women podcast, welcome. In the Friday episodes, they are 15 minutes or less, but value-packed. Today, I want to say thank you to our podcast sponsor, Kaleidoscope Strategies. I will link their their links up in the show notes and have everything in there so you can connect with them. This podcast and pretty much everything I do couldn't run without the extra help from our podcast sponsors because I'm in school full-time, as you know if you've been around for a little while. It's a little bit more difficult to uh, really run the business, my business, the way I used to. So podcast sponsors have been such a huge help for me and being able to accomplish the things that I need to with the podcast and with my community and business in general. And if you're not part of the Inspired Women community, we'd love to have you. It's the most positive, supportive, inclusive community for women on Facebook. It is really such a great group of women who are really honest and transparent and it very supportive. So today starts a new four weeks. So like I said, every four weeks, we're going to revolve around a specific topic, usually either around physical health, uh, mental health, or emotional health. And this week, I want to talk about something, or these next couple weeks, I want to talk about something that has to, a lot to do with our emotional health, and that is positivity. And I literally got, uh, this morning, right before making this, got a comment on Instagram that said uh, that my, me saying focus on the positive is complete bullshit. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, apparently you don't follow me at all because you know I'm not just like drown yourself in positivity and pretend like nothing's wrong. No, we definitely don't do that. And I encourage that people feel their feelings, you know, look for the lesson, but don't stay in that place. And that's what I say, focus on the positive. Don't stay in that negative place and marinate in it. And they'll be like, oh, please let me have a bath in this negativity. No, instead you want to look for the positive things that are going on. Because if you're going through adversity, that is one way to anchor, anchor yourself and not drown in the negativity. So whether you agree or disagree with me or not, that is my belief and that is what I teach. So, booyah. <laughs> um, anyways, I wanted to talk about today about one part that requires us to not completely suck people's soul and that is friendship. Friendship is something that we as adults, we, we struggle to cultivate. We struggle to cultivate not only friendships, but healthy friendships. And what do I mean by that? Like somebody who's not super toxic to you. And mind you, if somebody's toxic to you, doesn't mean they're going to toxic to other people. Doesn't mean they're a bad person. Just means you guys aren't meant to be. Uh, it's just not a good fit, right? It, we can't just judge people on how they interact with us, that that's there for their entire world. I know people who are very toxic to me that uh, I love their spouses and sometimes I wonder like how are they even still married but obviously that person doesn't see the side of this person that I see. So we had friendship expert Shasta Nelson on the podcast and I'm going to link her uh, episode up in the show notes and I highly suggest grabbing her books um, Friendships Just Don't Happen and Frentimacy and I'll also link those up as well inspiredbymanpodcast.com. 
And she talks about how there is a frentimacy triangle. So frentimacy is the ultimate level of friendship. This is like the BFF level of friendship. And that is consistency or commitment and transparency or vulnerability. Now, it starts from the bottom and works up. You know how a triangle is, right? It points at the top. The point is the frentimacy. Well, we're not going to start with we see this person we just met yesterday and we're hanging out with them all the time and we're telling them our whole life story. No, it's like dating. Like friendship is like dating. On your first date, you generally do not spill your whole life story. You generally do not, you know, like let me pull out my calendar and let's write down all the other dates. How about we get married tomorrow? No, you want to ease into it. But consistency is a huge part and I see this. So I see a lot of times where people are like, I don't have any friends, but they don't make time to for the people that they'd like to be friends with. You can't expect that other people are going to do all the work for you, right? I am generally a planner. I like to plan, ask my friends. They will tell you I plan and I will be like, so are you available this, uh, this weekend that's coming up because I'd like to make some plans, you know, that sort of thing. But there are times that I really like it when people reach out to me and say, hey, you want to hang out, want to do something? But I only am a planner with my friends, like the friends that I already have. I don't usually go to my way to make plans with people that I don't am not already friends with or familiar with. So if I just meet you, I, there's it's very unlikely that I'm going to go out of my way to make those, those extra plans. So it's got to be like a, a two-way street, right? I got to know somebody's interested. It's kind of like dating. So that transparency and vulnerability piece is if you are shut off to somebody, like you are completely shut off and people can't gauge where they're at with you, this is a huge one for me. I'm just going to be honest. If I can't gauge where I stand with you, that friendship is not going to last very long. I got no time for guessing games on whether you like me, don't like me, hate my guts, can barely stand me. I don't want to guess. Like, and I don't want to waste my time with those kind of people because they make me feel bad about myself. I'm just going to be honest. They really do. They make me like, think like I go home and I'm overanalyzing everything I've said. And I'm like, I don't want those kind of friendships. I want those kind of friendships. I could really say some off the wall shit to my friends and they'll just be like, okay. And I don't have to go home and overanalyze it. I also, those people that are very, very abrasive. I cannot, and this kind of goes with transparency and vulnerability, very abrasive. I can't handle abrasive people. I'm just going to be honest. I so cannot handle it. Um, I am too nice of a person to handle abrasive people. Abrasive people make me want to cry a lot. And so if I come across somebody and I try to be friends with them and they're very abrasive towards me, it is not going to last very long, you know, because they're, that goes to the transparency and vulnerability. You're not opening up, you're putting up a wall. When people are abrasive, it's a wall that they're putting up between you and them. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't have boundaries. I love boundaries. Boundaries is one of the huge things I teach all my clients, but there's a difference between a wall and a fence with a gate, right? A wall is to keep people out. A fence with a gate is like, I get to choose whether you come into my zone or not. So what is this friendship, all of this have to do with you and your positive mindset? Well, if people are abrasive, they're generally negative. And you don't want to be that person that sucks people's soul. Yes, you do want to have friends that if something bad's going on, that you can talk to them about that and vent it. But if you stay in that place forever, 
eventually people are going to be like, dude, this person, every time I'm with them, they make me feel awful when I leave. They're so freaking negative. Everything they say that comes out of their mouth is just super negative. And (laughs) you will see that, you know, like-minded people attract. So like negative people all like kind of like clump together and they, you know, stir up all this shit and drama and, and negativity because they're, they're all together, like focusing on that negativity. So if you, if that's where you want to be, if that's what you want to be, you want to be surrounded with people who are negative and just spew out anger and drama and negativity all the time, go ahead, continue to stay in the negative mindset place. This might not be a good podcast for you. Now I know, and I'm not saying that a diversity doesn't strike and you know, you have need to talk to friends about things. No, absolutely. I talked to my friends about stuff all the time. Adversity does strike. But there's a difference between talking to your friends about what's going on in your life that is negative or adversity or whatever and playing the victim and constantly staying that place of negativity and having a negative mindset and not having the opportunity to see the positive. I have a girl on Facebook that I had to actually unfollow. I didn't unfriend because she's one of those people that you're scared if you unfriend her that like dr- even more drama will will occur and it's better just to leave her there and unfollow her so you don't see her shit. That every single post on social media is, woe is me, my life sucks, this is the negative. You're never seeing anything positive. Like you're never seeing like, What are the good things that are happening in her life? And it drains people. It drains people if that's all that's coming out of us. I always say, and people say, how how is it possible, Megan, that you share some really deep, dark pieces of your life, but I never feel like horrible after reading your stuff. And I said, okay, one, I don't share things when I'm in it. I'm not like, I'm in this, so I'm going to share it with you. Maybe when I'm talking to my friends once in a while, I might, but I don't post about it on social media. And when I'm talking to my friends, I'm not like dumping on them, right? Like, here are all my feelings. Here are all the things. Now you you fix this for me. No, I'm not dumping on them. So I don't post it when I'm in it. And the second thing is when I do post it, I always make sure that there is you know, a light at the end of the tunnel, a lesson I learned, some positive thing that came out of whatever situation it is. So people aren't just stuck in that dark place. It's kind of like when I share my um, story of domestic violence, I don't just tell my story and not like end it with like, and but look where I am now. Like, look how much I've been able to accomplish, right? So that's it. But when I'm also sharing my friends, like I said, I don't just dump on them like, here are all the things, please fix this to me for me. I don't ever come to my friends trying to get them to fix what's going on with me. Instead, I come to them like, I just need somebody to talk to. Is it okay if I listen? And it's okay as a friend if you are not emotionally in a place where you can, you know, have a conversation with your friend and say, I'm not your girl today. Like, I'm going through something rough too and I can't, I can't be here to support you because I can barely support myself. And, and that's just being honest. You're being a really shitty friend if you're not emotionally in a place where you can hear your friend's stuff. And then you're like, I'm going through something too. How dare you dump all this on me? They didn't know. How are they freaking supposed to know? You didn't say anything. So anyways, 
Back to what I was saying, friendships require commitment or consistency, transparency, and vulnerability. That means you need to spend time with them. You need to be open with them. But also trust your freaking gut. If you come across somebody and you're like, "Mm, red flag, red flag, this person seems like they're not very good for me. Something's saying, no, run. Run the opposite way. Run hard and long. Because every time that I have ignored that gut feeling about people that I'm friends with, or I try to be friends with, it has turned out very badly, very badly, very badly. Uh, and remember, it is okay to lean on your friendships, friends for support, but it's also a two-way street. You can't expect them to always be there for you, but you're never there for them. You can't expect that every time you see this friend that you just dump on them all this negativity and crap and there's never like, they never feel good when they leave you. They don't feel positive. They don't feel uplifted. They don't feel fulfilled. They feel like, holy shit, I just like spent all my emotional energy uh, with this person. I am drained. I am drained now. That's not a sustainable friendship. A sustainable friendship has give and take, kind of like a marriage. It is being there for them, but also them being there for you. It's being willing to say, hey, I can't be here for you right now because I'm not in in that place. My husband's had to say that to me before where we're both going through something. He's like, I just can't, I can't right now be that person for you. And I have to be honest with him about that too. But it's the same for friends. If you're going through something and your friend's going through something, maybe you two aren't the people that you should be talking to because you're not emotionally available for each other right? And being honest and being open, but also not just completely being a Debbie Downer and being a negative person and always looking for the bad in life. Positivity is out there. There are positive things out there. There are lessons to be learned. I'm not Pollyanna where I'm like, everything's great. Everything's positive. Everything's amazing. No, shitty things happen to good people, bad people, indifferent people. Shitty things happen. But... (laughs) Not staying in that place is very important. And don't worry. Don't worry. I'm going to help you with this. I'm going to help you with this. And the first, very first step to help you with this is I have in the show notes linked up is a way to get my positive reframe video. It's a short little video and it's how to reframe your negative self-talk. Yes, there's actual psychology behind this. But it is reframing your negative self-talk. And this is not like blowing smoke up your ass where you're just like, everything's fantastic. It's all glitter and rainbows and sunshine. No, it is legitimately going to help you. (laughs) So grab it. Click the link in the show notes. Grab your copy. I hope this helped you guys. I really want you to have some healthy, positive friendships. But it's going to require some work on your end too because remember, you're the common denominator in all of your relationships. And this is not here to like say, you know, you're a horrible person, but we can make better decisions. Uh, We can trust our intuition and we can really make a difference in what's going on in our lives. So I hope you guys have an absolutely fabulous Friday. Don't forget to join us in the Inspired Women community and I will talk to you later. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Inspired Women podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, share this out with your friends and family and join us in the Inspired Women community on Facebook. I'll catch you next week.